Welcome to The Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and we're joined again today by Executive Director of the Family Foundation, David Walls, for another wonderful Family Foundation Friday here in the Christmas season. Those of you who have listened or followed my stuff very long, David, they know that I'm a, I'm a Christmas freak, okay? Yeah. For me, everything points to Jesus and Christ. It does. That's what it should be. Welcome and thanks for joining us again. Yes. Merry Christmas to you. Thank Greg. you. Thank you. I made my day right there, brother. I made my day. That's awesome. And we, we want to wish and a Merry Christmas yes. to you. Yeah. And we're only three weeks out, actually two weeks out, yeah. two and a half weeks out from Christmas Day. I think so. my kids may be counting down the days. Oh my goodness. If yeah, I get, Greg, be. if I get asked one more time if I can open an early <laughs> Christmas present, I'm going <laughs> to... Hey, here's the, here's the good thing. My, you know, Advent calendars start yeah. like 24 days ahead yeah. up to Christmas Eve, and then you have, uh, you guys may have this, and your home listeners may have this, but my mom made this little ribbon that had like 15 buttons on it, and starting on the 10th, yeah. we could go each one, something like that, yeah. you know, or you, you, you put something away or yeah. peel something off and go... Man, did that ever make us well, more anxious? Well, and I don't, I don't want to take us too far off, but I'll right. just share, Greg. It, it really is a, a sweet time, you know, and, oh, and um, I'm so thankful. My wife had put together one of these kind of ornament, ornament kits. Yes. And as we go through Advent, we read a biblical story that obviously they all point yes. to uh, right. point to Christmas and the Beautiful. coming of Jesus, and and so it, it's a fun, it's a fun, fun season. It and, is and, uh, for most of us, David. Yeah. You and yeah. I both know that even on these issues we're talking about, we always want to be considerate of yeah. and compassion. By the way, compassion always has to align with God's truth and love, yeah. not our modern-day version of either right. one of those. But we want to be compassionate toward those who don't don't enjoy. Yeah. I mean, there's been all kinds of things going on in families. Yeah. And same thing with those who have dealt with abortions or LGBTQ uh, mutilation or whatever that may be. And by the way, we're going to talk about that someday. Yeah. And I'm going to start with this and pitch it to you. Okay. Elections matter. They do. What What does that mean with us sitting here today, David, talking on this Friday? Well, you know, Greg, um, it, it means that, uh, and you and I talked a little bit about this, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago after the election, but obviously with the with the re-election of Governor Bashir, uh, we're seeing kind of his national platform, right. so to speak, grow. Obviously, uh, a uh, you know a Democrat governor re-elected in a state that is supposedly uh, supposedly, uh, you know. Yes. Uh, Republicans won every other statewide election, and, and there's Republican supermajorities. So obviously, there's he's getting a, a big platform to uh, to talk about his views and perspectives. And uh, you know, there was a there was an interview that he did nationally a little bit after the election a couple weeks ago, Greg, where he um, just went on a on a platform to talk about his uh, his pro-abortion views, his 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 uh, views on LGBTQ issues, and that was really one of the exchanges that I saw. Um, that I thought was important to address because the, the topic once again came up uh, about uh, Governor Bashir kind of condemning the General Assembly for passing a bill to protect kids from being yeah. mutilated in these so-called gender transitions. He called it compassion. He, he called it compassionate. Yeah. He said he said that, you know, we're all children of God. I, I agree with him 100%. We yeah, all... Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I would take a, a little bit of exception. We're all created in the image of God. We are. John 1.12 says, yes. to those who believe... He gave right to become children yeah. of God. So, yeah. but you can't believe what you want about it. You got to right. believe in you His truth the, once again. The Word of God. But, but he went on to kind of parrot some of these false arguments that we've just continued to to hear. But anytime we see the the Commonwealth of Kentucky represented at yes. the national yes. level, we gave with him these, that voice with these kinds of arguments. I, I think they're worth responding to. And and one of the ones that he uh, proclaimed was that uh, that we have to allow children essentially to to mutilate themselves to go on hormones uh, you know all Keep the parents out of it because right? if we yep. don't 
they're going to, that's going to lead to higher suicides. And we, Greg, we saw this argument uh, in, during the General Assembly. We've seen it in state by state that has passed these laws protecting kids, and nothing could be further from the truth. They're believing a lie. They're be- believing a yes. lie. The reality is, you know, and I'll, I'll point folks too, to even our friends at the Heritage Foundation have, have done a study on this showing that uh, that it's actually the opposite is true, uh, yes. that there was a 14% increase in suicide rates among young people in states that allow for gender transitions yeah. without yeah. parental consent. That's right here in the U.S. In the U.S. Yes. Right. And, of course, you know, the, the really only major long-term study that was done a, a, on this topic out of Sweden showed that people who underwent so-called transgender surgeries to try to change their sex were 19 times more likely to die by suicide. 1,900%. Yes. That's what that number right. translates to. So the reality continues to be that the effort uh, that uh, we were able to help here in Kentucky, and now 20 states have have passed to ban these horrific uh, mutilating surgeries and experiments really on children, is what is protecting kids. Uh, And so, but you know, he he went on, Greg, in that that interview to talk about, uh, to talk some about the campaign, and and he said something else. He said, We've got to get back to basic right and wrong, essentially. And Amen. we've got to get our politics back <laughs> yeah. where we ask the basic question of right and wrong. I'd love it. I'd love I it, too. Love it. You would, yeah. yes. But what's yeah. the question? Yeah. Greg, whose standard of right yeah. and wrong yeah. Yeah. are we supposed it, to it, use? Is it Governor Bashir's? Because right. that's what he's doing. Right. He's claiming faith and saying that's right or wrong. But it's right. not in line with God's word. Right. And it's certainly not you and me. Yeah. Because we defer to the only one who can determine that, and that's what we've gotten away from, David, is the absolutes. Right. And God is the only one that can determine it, and he's the one who gives life. That's the abortion issue. Right. So if you mutilate it and, and kill it in the womb, or you mutilate it outside the womb, you are going against God's truth yep. and his life. And so, yeah, we love that, and, and which, which leads us to yeah. the battle for lives. Yeah. What's happening, I say that we're backtracking to what we did in the 60s and 70s when I was a child, and I started reading on this later, we're backtracking and falling for the same lies and deceptions that led us to Roe. Yeah. Is that a fair statement? No, I think it is. And look, Kentucky is, is, is really in a, a unique position. So Kentucky is a state that has, uh, you know, that has prohibited abortion. Our trigger law has been in effect. Yes. Uh, it has withstood the challenges. Um, but we have seen, as you and I talked about, the governor was very effective at using the abortion issue, and particularly the topic of, of uh, rape and incest exceptions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and painting the, our pro-life laws as being extreme when the reality that we know is the position that says that we should be able to kill an unborn child in the womb is the extreme position. Yes. But, but this is where we are. And so really, uh, what we have before us, I believe, in, in, in Kentucky is, are we going to be a state that shows a path forward to continue building a culture of life that honors life? Or are we going to get caught up in the idea that we need to go backwards? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's really the debate that we're seeing. Um, you know, uh, we, um, um, I know we may plug this a little bit earlier, but I'm excited that we uh, have just gone to print yes, uh, on our yes. most recent Kentucky Citizen, our last one of the year. Yeah, Folks, he's holding it up. I'm holding it up. If you're, up, you're, if you're, if you're, you're on you're, podcast <laughs> or broadcast, but you can check that out on the video. Uh, right? You can check yeah. it out on the video, and you can also go to our yeah, website at KentuckyFamily.org. We'll be putting the articles from that, and you can subscribe. But we've got a great piece in there dealing with this issue that I'm, I encourage folks yes. to, to, to read that Michael Johnson on our team wrote. Uh, and you Using and I, their own terminology. Right. 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 Yeah. 
So, and, and really, Greg, th this gets back to what do we believe about the Word of God? That's it. Do, we, That's do it. we really believe that every unborn child is created in the image of God and is deserving of, of protection regardless of whether, as I've said, regardless of whether it's the most beautiful, picturesque circumstances that surrounded the right. conception of that child, right. or if it was a, a, horrific. a tragic, horrific yes. situation. Yes. Either way, either situation does not change the value of the, of the baby in the womb. Yeah, and here's what I say to that, yeah. David. I'm going to say this, and this is not David and Family Foundation. You could talk to him about that. But in my ministry and what I'm doing at Love and Wardship, I ask the question over and over again, where are the churches? The ones who say they stand on God's word. I'm calling you out. I've done it before. It's not like it's the first time or the first issue. What is being taught, or better yet, avoided being taught, that we would be willing to fall for the lies and allow our congregants and attendees and members to fall for the lies that any one life is more valuable than any other life? Because God is the giver of all life. That's where it begins and ends. If we have failed, and we have failed to teach that, that's why we're where we are. And we need, and our churches need to stand on that truth from God's word. So I, I had to get that in, David. Yeah. Sorry about that. Give you a little breather there. But do that. And I want to, I want to take that a little further yeah. because we are in the Advent and Christmas yeah. season. And think about, imagine what it would have been like if those who say that God is for abortion, then. I believe Mary and Joseph, Mary in particular, having that being the female, and you yeah. know, we, we always want to honor that, she would have, in her circumstance, likely have been given the option, chosen that. Yeah. Now, you can say, well, Gabriel spoke to her. We yeah. have God's word. Yeah. Tells us the same thing that Gabriel told her. And if you want to know what that is, go back and look at Luke 1, 39 through 45, her response, and then go and read further through verse 56, what we call the Magnificat or Mary's song, yeah. in response to what she said in verse 38, some of the most beautiful texts in all of Scripture, may it be unto me as the Lord has said. There is a woman who said, this is going to be difficult. Yeah. I'm going to fa They even called her a harlot yeah. later on, a, a prostitute, said that, that, her, son, that, that her son was a, a, a biracial and a Samaritan. That literally was said in Scripture. And so she could have avoided all that. But that's not the issue. The issue is God gave life, and obviously that life, and thank Him that He did for yeah. that's for all of us. But I had to get that in, David, because yeah. I think that's where we begin to step away from not understanding those truths and that love and that life. So we end up where we are today, falling for a lot of lies and deceptions and false compassion, not based on God's truth. Yeah, thank no, you, brother. No, I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I appreciate you doing that, brother. And encourage folks, to, that is one of the most beautiful pro-life passages. There's so many. Yes. Yeah. But uh, go read that passage. That's the mother of God. It, 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 it is. is. Jesus is God in the flesh, <laughs> the right? Son of, the Son of God, the Savior in the world, a yes. baby in the womb. It's it's a beautiful passage yeah. and a beautiful reminder. Of, Let me say one more yeah. thing, because I know yeah. you'll agree with this. The statistics. Let me say that again. The yeah. statistics point out within the last five years, the last time I looked at it, 94% plus of abortions are still done for social or convenience reasons. That's not about yeah. any kind of exception. Yeah. That's people just going, I don't want to have to deal with this. Right. God chose to give them life, and they're, they're, they're removing it. Yeah. So who's right on that? Murder. Where, where do you stand with good and evil on murder? Because that's where God is. 
Amen. Yeah. And, and you know, well, and, and Greg, and to kind of bring it full circle, that was kind of the, the front page piece on, on our yes. citizen. Yes. Uh, was uh, some election takeaways and really a, a call to a call to action in, uh, uh, for the church and for us as believers. Uh, look, if we hope to make further pro life gains, we're going to have to to be prepared to lean in to new strategies to win hearts and minds of fellow Kentuckians. On Actually, this issue. it's really old strategies. It, it is old we strategy. We've got to revive them. Okay, revive them. Look like but it is. starts yeah. with the church discipling Christians, Amen. discipling Amen. believers to have a fully comprehensive worldview on the issue of life and everything else that, 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 you know, that is contained in Scripture so that, as Christians, we can stand against the lies Amen. and deceptions that are coming in the culture. And boy, did we see them. And you and I yes, talked about this, yes. but boy, did we see them in this the in election. this past election yeah. cycle. And we've got to have, um, it's got to start with the church saying, our people are equipped to withstand the lies that are swirling about so that we can encourage um, our culture here in Kentucky to yeah. continue to move forward for life. And I, and I don't know about you, David, I'll let you say this, but yeah. I, I welcome the challenge. I welcome the challenge from from pastors, from churches, from anyone. We've got to set the record straight according to God's Word, and we've not done that. So now, having said all that, Merry Christmas, because God did come in the form of a man through Mary. And, by the way, it is the end of the year. Go to KentuckyFamily.org, click on their Give tab, and, 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 and support them. And do the same at Love and Worship if the Lord is leading you. And if it's not us, keep praying until He shows you where to give, and be faithful to that. Thank you, David for being with us again. Good to be with you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great Advent and Christmas season in Christ. Stay tuned at 1245 for my good friend, Greg Horn, and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening, as always, to the Authority of Love.